painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking, KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents Artbeat. Artbeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for Artbeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. On this episode of Artbeat, we take you to the 2021 Frozen River Film Festival, which was held virtually this year. Today, we sit down with Highwell Taff Roberts, director of Fish Camp, which was part of the local set at this year's festival. Roberts' film takes us on a journey that connects an extended Midwestern family to the Alaskan wilderness through fishing. Fish Camp is a story of passion, family, adventure, tradition, and following your dreams. I'm Bill Stoneberg. Stick around as we take you to Fish Camp with filmmaker Highwell Taff Roberts on today's Art Beat. Taff, how are you doing today? Very well, thank you, um, uh, Bill. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, well, I appreciate Appreciate you coming in. uh, when I watched the local set, uh, this one stood out to me. Um, number one, I really love fishing, you know, um, really love the water. And it, Alaska intrigues me. So um, all of those things together, I was like, ooh, I, I like this film. So uh, just a little bit for our listeners, um, a little bit of background. Uh, you were born in Wales, Yes, I that's right, in North Wales, yeah, in the oh. United Kingdom. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about, um, just briefly, like your background, like how you got here? And um, well, you know, I that's le- probably I, a long story, huh? Well, yeah, I don't know how much time you have, but uh, the first 16 and a half years I lived there, and then I, I, there was no work unless they want to go down a coal mine. Oh, okay. So, so I left, and I joined the Air Force, the Royal Air Force, and I was in the Royal oh. Air Force for six years, and then I came out of the Air Force, and then I... Um, I was restless, and I traveled through Africa, North Africa, oh. and and Europe, t- working on farms, and then I f- ended up in, in Spain, living for a year, and then I, um, well, it's a long story, but anyway, I I got on a sailboat and sailed across the Atlantic oh. to South America. Oh, wow. I spent a year down there traveling around, and then I got a job um, bringing a sailboat up to Maine. And I was on my way to South America, to Argentina, to live, because that's where I wanted to move to. Okay. But I got this job um, helping to deliver a um, um, this um, schooner. It was a 72-foot schooner to um, Rockland, Maine. And anyway, I came to America, and I fell in love with the people in, in Maine. Uh, and this was in 19... Yikes. 1974. Oh, wow. And uh, I just loved it up there, and I decided to stay. Uh-huh. And any, anyway, wow. and then I went back to Wales, and then I came back, and then I um, I settled in Newport, Rhode Island for 18 years, and then I met my wife in Los Angeles in 1989, and then I um, then she moved back to the East Coast to be with me uh, when I was where I was fishing, and then uh, she tried to find a job in the East Coast, she couldn't find one. Finally, she found one and went on to State University. Ah, okay. So I had I moved here for her. Right. I almost right. said I had to move here for her. I moved here for her because. Uh, it was worth it. I've been here for 30 years, and it's a great location here. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I love it here, too. Um, but I grew up around here, so right. I don't have the story you did to get here. I'm really curious. Um, I've never – I'm just wondering what it's like being on a 72-foot boat in the uh, Atlantic, you know. Well, I've been across three times. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that was the biggest one. Oh, really? And the smallest okay. one I came across was 30 feet. Oh, wow. And there were four of us on it. Wow. And that's a serious issue because of food and water and all that stuff. But right. a 72-footer, it was a delivery. It was an Alden design. It was um, uh, a metal boat. Mm-hmm. It was it was kind of noisy at night because um, wow. there wasn't much insulation where I was sleeping up in the forecastle. Uh-huh. What's it like? Well, actually, since you asked, um, it, it was a horrendous trip. We actually yeah. went and we went through a hurricane. 
Oh wow! We lost us. We lost a lot of our sails. Uh, we lost oh. our engine, and we luckily uh, made it into Hamilton in Bermuda, where we stayed for six weeks. We repaired the boat uh-huh. as much as we could, right. and then we finally actually did the the last seven days up to Maine, uh-huh. and were able to get there. Wow! Oh yeah, it's. But it's beautiful so out it, there too. Yeah, I mean, it's uh-huh. it's beautiful at sea. Well, I'm assuming you have a love for it then to I go do. through that. And I I would say the most peaceful place I've ever been is actually oh. uh, between two huge waves. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, there's so much uh-huh. peace in there. There's right, right. Yeah, I mean, the closest I've I've been on a small fishing boat off the coast of Florida, you know, and that was yeah. it. So yeah. nothing compared to that. But uh, but I definitely felt like a like, oh my. Gosh, I love this out here, you know. Yeah, well, uh, out in the open ocean. I mean, there's there's some stories in the, in the press right now about these young people who are rowing across the Atlantic. Oh, wow. And um, a very dear friend of mine, he actually rowed with his wife across. And that, that's going back, oh, about 20 years now. Wow. It's it's a race. It's, it's an oh, annual race. Really? That takes... It goes from the Canary Islands to Barbados oh. every year. And um, it's sponsored and... Um, Talaskia, a whiskey company, actually sponsored mm-hmm. it this year. Oh, wow. And there was the youngest person ever to cross. I think she was a 20-year-old young lady with her friend. They came across. But she, she's registered, I believe, as the youngest woman to cross, to row across. Wow. I took him. It took him quite a while. I think it took him 72 days, I think it was. Oh, wow. How long did it take with the uh, 72-foot boat? When you went down well, <laughs> boy, you're, d- you're dicking deep here because oh, we yeah. actually, <laughs> the captain was not very proficient uh, and he lost his way. Uh, oh. And I, I could talk to you about an hour. So about that could this be story, a whole other story. Yeah. Huh? Wow. Well, maybe we'll do that sometime. Well. <laughs> Just for fun. So we were at sea for probably about two weeks, but okay. we shouldn't have been. We, only, we should have only been at sea for about uh, eight, nine days. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. And then there was the six weeks in Bermuda fixing the boat. Right, fixing the boat, too, so a delay there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Amazing. Well, you know what? Maybe we should get to uh, talking about the uh, film, Fish yeah. Camp, here. Yeah. So um, Fish Camp, just briefly, uh, biology professor, some students go up with him to Alaska. The student gets, like, falls in love with it and uh, buys a fishing boat and starts this fish camp. That's kind of a, in a nutshell, right? Right. Like how right, it started, right. anyway. Right, right. How it started, anyway. Um, how did you get the idea for the film, and how did you get involved? And uh, you know, how did good you find question. Out about it? So, uh, I had made a film about trying to sail around uh, called "Attempting the Northwest Passage" for the Frozen River Film Festival six okay. years ago. That mm-hmm. was my first film. Okay. And that was t- trying to go from um, um, Baffin Island to Nome, Alaska, going around the top of the continent uh-huh. through the Antarctic uh, to through the Arctic. And that was a formidable trip. So we got that film made, and that showed at the film festival in 2014. We redid and did it in 2015. So that I, laid, I laid low for a while. And then um, I was looking for possibly to do another film. And when you're looking for a film, you just kind of find a story, and you look at the story, you read it again, and then you put it in a drawer and you know, leave it there for a while, and then you find something else, and then mm-hmm. you find... and. And I kept on going back to this story of this friend of mine who went to Winona State, who um, his professor took him to, and I thought, this is an interesting story. And Paul actually invited me up ah. to Alaska to his camp with my wife. She, actually, uh-huh. they'd been inviting us up there for 10 years. Oh, wow. But because our son was playing soccer, we were always, when he was a kid, we, mm-hmm. were, we were never able to go. And 
Paul wanted a documentation of his camp. He just wanted me to take some pictures. That's all he wanted. Okay, right. He wanted me to just take a few pictures. Uh-huh. And I and I thought, well, I said to Anne, I said, why don't we go up and why don't I take my cameras just in case? And we went up there and he had no idea what was going to happen. <laughs> and he was he approved of it. Right. But I could see the potential in engaging a local person here um, taking young people from this area mm-hmm. up there fishing, helping them to develop who they, where we're going to become, and I could see it as a possible uh, a, a good story. Right. So right. films, all the films are, are stories in picture. Yeah. That's all they are, mm-hmm. and and that's what you're trying to find. Now, what's really interesting about this film is Paul never asked me to make this film. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, well, I'll do it because after my f- first film, this will be a great one. Right. Maybe it's on water. I can continue with it. Right, right. And um, Paul, um, Paul didn't have any idea. And because, you know, he was surprised when I came up with this packet of, well, we have about two miles of films that we took. I I was on the camera, um, uh, the video camera, and my wife, Anne, was on Anne Plummer. She was on the B-roll. Okay. So she was just taking shots. Mm-hmm. So we have two miles of film that wow. we took, and it's just trying to put it together. Now, the most important thing about this film is is that um, people have been calling me after seeing it and saying, well, yeah, this is about a guy up in Alaska doing sustainable fishing, but what about the fishing part of it? I want to know how much they caught and what they were getting, oh. you know, how, what happened mm-hmm. to the fish. Now, that's another story. This is a story to represent what... Paul has done here. This mm-hmm. is for actually it was actually meant for his family, right? But right. it kind of spread because we had a we had Sarah Ensenauer, the director mm-hmm. of, and she she was our editor. Uh, um, Paul was from here. The kids uh, from the, in the film are from down here. They made the music for it. It was so local. Oh, I thought, and you guys at the Frim, Frozen River Film Festival mm-hmm. were looking for a, a local kind of a, a thing, right. and I thought. Let's try it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I, we might. Now the, the interesting thing is, people say, "Well, why? Why don't you work on it?" I, this is what we did on our first film. Uh, re work on it and try and redo it and make it so that it engages. So, what's what is sustainable fishing in Alaska? Uh-huh. This was never meant to be that, but right. in, in, talk a little bit more about the facts. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Um, are you interested in doing like a follow up? Like, yeah, a, you know, po- about that. Possibly, but I have some other. Um, I've got some of the things in the oven right now right. too, trying to figure out if we're right. gonna, you know, we'll we'll see, we'll balance yeah, it out. Yeah. Well, like you said, you get those ideas and then you put them down for a little while because there's a lot of ideas floating around and let it marinate. Right, right? and, and they marinate is the, is the best word. Yeah. And, and let see what happens. And yeah. In my opinion, when you when you're looking at a story and you you just dwell on it, let it drop, and if it comes back. Look at it again, and then just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Oh, I love that, and I love hearing about the process like that too of how people do it because that's yeah, fantastic. Um, well, you know, with people asking about the sustainable fishing aspect and stuff, you know, what about the young people who come up there and work with him? Um, what do you think the big draw is for them? You know, I mean, it's it seems like th- that almost seems like an obvious question to me, but. Well, it's you know, a sense of adventure. Might. I mean, you got a young people. You got I don't know. You know, when on a state here, you've got uh, I don't know how many students you have. You have ten, nine thousand students, right? Something. Yeah. Well, some of them are uh, you know sitting down at a desk in in um, what's reading books all the time. It's not you know they, they're thinking about something else also being out there in the wilderness. Yeah. The reason why I make these 
films or stories uh -huh. I put them together. I am trying to connect people, especially young people and older people, anybody, to the world of nature. Ah, yes. It's so yes. beautiful out there. There's so much that you can, and if you can do it one-on-one -on -one with nature by yourself, it's it's more powerful rather than going to a group of six mm -hmm. people camping, you know, and you drink and all that stuff. But if you go to nature, it's it's it's, it's unbelievable. Right, right. And it's what I'm trying to do is engage people with nature. I love that that you said that that you're trying to connect. You know, um, there's that, so much fear of well, what about the bears? What about if you fell? Right. What what about well, I can't afford it. Well, you know, my mm -hmm. leg doesn't feel all that good. Mm -hmm. Forget about all that stuff. Right. Just get on the path and start right. walking, right. and your pains will go away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That reminds me, throughout these this local set this year in Frozen River Film Festival, there was a film called uh, Connectivity, and um, um, by yeah, Bryn, I saw it. It was Bryn very Hartley. well done. And I, I talked to the young lady. Her yeah, name was Bryn. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it reminds me what you just said. Reminds me of that because you know they were talking about networking and how it's more than just for business people. It's it's connecting people. You know, and I love that you you talk about film as in connecting people with that you know because like fish camp that's something i'm extremely interested in and so i love the film and yeah now it looks like well there are possibilities you could go there you know you could do this you can right like, right when you when you do travel like this when you go up to these places um faraway places you tend to run into other people ah, and those yeah. are some of them extremely interesting mm -hmm. and um last night i received an email from Somebody I met when we were coming back from our Arctic trip um, off the coast of Labrador. We were sailing for three weeks. We ran into this guy. His boat was sinking. Oh. And he was by himself. And a fishing boat got to him before we did uh, and took him into um, Labrador City, I think it was. And any, Anyway, why am I telling you the story? It's because he emailed me last night after five years and said, I'm setting off tomorrow. Uh, from Phuket in Thailand on my new boat. I just found it. I fixed it up, and he's going off to the seashells. And you just, you just, you just keep on going. I mean, you yeah. just meet these amazing people right. and right. stories. Oh. And we just need to go out there and expose ourselves to uh, all kinds of yeah, adventure yeah. and possibilities. Adventure, nature, and other people. Afraid of everything. Right, right, right. You know, oh, that is just fantastic. That. That uh, makes me feel good hearing all that stuff. That's fantastic. Um, are, are you a big fit? Obviously, you love the water, you know, sailing and that. Um, are you a big fisherman yourself as well? Or I like to fish. I like to, uh, yeah, I do. I'm a, I like trout fishing, actually, more, oh, probably more nice. than anything else. And I'm just mm -hmm. getting into fly fishing a little bit. Oh, yeah. um, There's a piece in that as well, isn't there? A oh, that's a beautiful, beautiful yeah. art to, uh, to, to even just to watch somebody fly right, fish. Right, right. It's so right. beautiful. Yeah, it's almost calming to watch yeah. that. You Especially know? if you go out west to some of those beautiful ah, rivers. Those, oh, yeah. yeah. But um, how long did you work on the film? Like, um, did it take several trips up there or just that one trip? No, um, P P Paul uh, invited us up. We went up there for two weeks. We were at the fish camp for one week. It's very okay. isolated. We, we actually uh, flew to Anchorage, then we had to take a train to Whittier. And then uh, in Whittier, we waited uh, for a couple of hours, and then Paul um, came down in his boat, took two at least two hours to get to us. Oh, wow. Oh, he's way off uh, in the middle of nowhere. Right. And uh, we, we went to camp, and we were there for a week and a day, I think. And, of course, the thing I like about the Arctic is, is you got daylight 24 uh -huh. hours a day. Uh-huh. I mean, when there was one night, Anne and I were on the beach at 
10.30 at night playing Scrabble oh, right wow. next to the water and a part <laughs> of six killer whales just passed 100 feet next to us. Oh, wow. God, I'll never oh, forget. Oh, oh. Wow, amazing. You yeah. know, just amazing. So so how long did it take us to make the movie? Mm-hmm. Um, so we had the footage, we brought it back, and then I started working with Sarah, and we um, probably took us... Oh, you know, over time, she was busy, I was busy, probably took t- two or three months to put it together. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but, and I tell you what, we were, I would have liked to have redone it before we showed it, oh, but okay. Sarah has moved on, and she's mm-hmm. married, and she lives up, I believe she lives in Minneapolis right. now, so she wasn't able to, you know, she just didn't have the time, and, and mm-hmm. we did not want somebody else um, right. possibly taking over. I mean, we had, I didn't want to edit it. I want somebody else to edit it. Mm-hmm. So it's probably best to let the film be. And then if we're going to redo it, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Right, we'll right. see how that goes. Maybe include it in something else along down the Correct. road. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, it's, and it, I think you're uh, – um, I totally understand that, having the same editor working on it, you know. So yeah. You get that same kind of personality and uh, viewpoint, you know. Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, no, no, working, working with an editor, though, it's not always, a, a, you know, um, a walk in the park because well, you, you want this. Well, no, I don't want that. Yeah, I want that. Right, right, right. But, well, actually, working with Sarah was really good because actually we – we had the similar ideas, I think. Okay, yeah. nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, and she's, you know, I've never worked with her in that capacity. Oh, but she was a treat. As the director of Frozen River in the past, it's, you know. And I remember know. one year that I went out to Telluride to help pick some of the movies. Oh, nice. For the festival. Uh-huh. And Sarah was in that team that I went out, we went out there and got to know her a little bit. But she's it's just absolutely a wonderful person. Right, right. You, you know, um, you talked a little bit about... Uh, uh, that other, the first film you had at Frozen River in what, Attempting the Northwest or? Passage. Okay, okay. And uh, uh, what's your background in filmmaking? Like, how did you get into uh, filmmaking? Well, I, I'm not a kind of a technical guy at all. Okay. And I, I'm not a photographer. My brother's the photographer. Okay. And what happened was I had the opportunity to go to sail around the Northwest Passage. Mm-hmm. And it was a friend of mine for, from 40 years ago. For, yeah, 50 years ago now. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, went to school with, and he wanted to do this trip 50 years ago. We used to bump heads in the library. Oh, wow. okay. And um, anyway, he disapp- He joined the military. He went to the Marines. I went in the Air Force. He went away for 35, 40 years. And then he called me out of the blue in 2013 and said, uh, do you remember talking about that trip up uh-huh. to the... Uh, uh, Arctic, and I said, "Yeah." He said, "I just got a boat. Do you want to? Do you want to come with me?" And I said, "Hmm, I would love to come." Right. So basically, I had to talk to my wife. I had to figure out whether, how I was going to pay for it, and um, and I am not a technician, so I'm I, you know I I'm just not very good with machines and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I like to work with my hands. Right. But anyway. Uh, uh, People kept on saying, "You're going up there, and you're not going to. You're going to take some pictures. You're going to make a movie." And I said, "No, no, I'll take pictures." <laughs> right. And I'm a bird watcher, and I'd rather spend time mm-hmm. studying nature and birds and stuff like that. Right. Anyway, long story. I um I went to uh to the Rotary Club here in Winona, and I I people had wanted me to tell what what, what I was going to do. Right. And there there was um so somebody heard me talk and said, "How can we help you?" And I said. Uh, the, Minis- the Minnesota Marine Art Museum 
heard about the trip, and uh, they if they decided they would help me out and. They paid for the um, camera equipment. Wow, nice. And I thought, well, my, what am I going to do with this now? How, how right. am I going to use it? All these lights flashing and batteries <laughs> going dead and everything else. Right. But anyway, I, I, I taught myself and I had somebody help me do that. Mm-hmm. And Harry Klein, who's a local um, photographer, he helped me a lot. And um, we got all the equipment together. And But it was daunting to go up with um, up into the Arctic with all this equipment. Oh, yeah. Um, and we had a drone, one of the, you know, this oh, is wow. when drones were coming yeah. out. Yeah. And were they legal in the, and you know, I had to get a lawyer to make sure that they were um, um, legal up there, up oh, in the Arctic wow. and some of the places we're going. But anyway, uh, we, we um, unfortunately, the, the drone, uh, <laughs> I, one of the people on the, on, the, on the boat trip, there were five of us, was a, um, a pilot oh, in okay. Africa. Mm-hmm. He was a bush pilot. Right. And he was on, and he was going to take the drone over and take care of that because right. he didn't want to mess around with it, right. not being technically orientated. <laughs> anyway, he took it, but it crashed about three days after we used it. Oh, yeah. It crashed into the side of a Did building when he was practicing with oh, it. Oh, boy. But th- people it know it how happens. to use them today. Yeah, yeah. But, but again here, for people listening, well, what, hap- what happens if somebody steals my equipment? What happens if somebody oh, drops wow. a camera? What uh-huh. happens if... Well, it was it was a very difficult to make this film because I was on a boat with four other people and it was only forty feet long. Mm-hmm. And did they want somebody, you know, taking right. movies on the camera? It yeah. was I had to talk to them for quite a bit to convince them right. that you know. And it was it wasn't all. Um, um, uh, is well, it was it was it was a challenge. Let me, let's put it that right, way. Right. And I had somebody on the boat now and again would help me. Um, and include me in the picture and then take a picture of me or whatever and just so. Wow. So, but so that it, was it your was, first film then? That was my first film. Wow. And what happened was we actually made it. Uh-huh. We showed it at the film festival, I believe, in 2014. Uh-huh. And, um, and then uh, there was a lot of snowbirds down south. I hadn't seen it and wanted to hear it. So we watched it at the... Um, we showed it at the Historical uh, oh, Society okay. in Winona. Sure. Right. And there was a couple that, who came to that and um, said, we would like to help you redo this film. Oh. And I met with them, and they were very generous to us. And they said, we want, you know, we, we like what you've done, but we want, we want you to pr- improve on it if you'd like to. Right. And that was when we decided um, Bernadette Mafoud was the uh, manager of the F- Frozen River Film Festival at the time. Okay. Wonderful person. She's passed away. And this film is dedicated to her. Oh, okay. She died of cancer about a year later. Oh, okay. Yeah. And anyway, we we redid the film, and I have to say the focus on that second doing that film was to try and get women and older people involved in going out to nature, uh, not to be afraid yes. because of some you know things. Right. And if you if you if you watch the film, which you can, anybody can watch this film. It's mm-hmm. free. Okay. You can go to the website wildwhalestours.com okay. if you go to wildwhalestours.com and you go to the bar on top and you go to media and you scroll down to documentary mm-hmm. and then you put a password if the password isn't there it should be Franklin F-R-A-N-K-L-I-N with a big F Franklin is the password and off you go and it's 40 minutes and it's a documentary of five people three three Guys in the late 60s mm-hmm. and two people in their 50s trying to sail from Baffin Island to Norman, Alaska. We called it the Attempting the Northwest Passage. 
And I'm not going to tell you what happened because right. you watched the film. Yeah, yeah. And totally. it's 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 it was the first film I ever made, and it's uh, it's um, it, it was it was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun to put it together, and mm-hmm. I learned a lot about making movies. Yeah. And I'm when I watch Obviously. a movie now, and I, I watch a movie, I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find out what's going on here. What, what, right. Why did they do that? How did they do that? Why? And why didn't they do this? Right. And right. it's it's critical, judgmental, or whatever, but it, it helps me look at how I want to mm-hmm. portray. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like studying an exercise, right? You know, it is. A little practice and play. And one of the things that I like, one of the things I like to do about filmmaking, which I'm surprised me, is, well, I like, if in the last film we just made Fish Camp, it was tr- engaging those people before they get in front of the mic and the camera. I want I want them to open up. I want them to be relaxed, right. and I want them to tell the the stories they want to tell mm-hmm. in a, in a, in a way that they don't they forget they're on camera. Right. And I like that. And it's it's putting people in that situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, beautiful, Taff. I love it. I absolutely Great. love it. I love it. Um, you know, you uh, you kind of hit on this already, but you know. Uh, getting people out in nature, getting them to overcome maybe, you know, fears they have or, or thoughts that they have that they can't do it, whatever. Um, why do you think that's so important for people to, like, follow passions and dreams and overcome those kind of fears and th- get outside their box, basically, you know? Why is it important to do, well, to do the things you want to do? I mean, we are we are stopped by these fears constantly mm-hmm. you know when you get old when you get older and you know it's it okay i i made i made a trip in 1982 my girlfriend left me and i i was devastated mm-hmm. and i decided to do this plan b i kind of knew it was coming and i went over actually we both went over to wales where i'm from mm-hmm. to visit my parents and then it all fell apart and then um she went off to ireland to paint for the summer and I, I bought a bicycle. It was a three-speed bicycle. Yeah. It was 50 years of age when I bought it. I bought it off a railway oh, wow. man uh, who owned it for 50 years. And I took that on a ferry from Newcastle in England up to Oslo. And I spent uh, 18 weeks on the, on the back of that bicycle going around Norway <laughs> and the Lofoten Islands up in the Arctic. And I... Sure, I almost threw the bike into a fiat about half a dozen times, yeah. but I kept on going right. against the wind and the rain and everything else. But I'll tell you why. Today, mm-hmm. that was 1982. That's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Do I remember that story? It's so beautiful. I remember. I'm still connecting with people. Every wow. Christmas, I send them a Christmas card. They send me nice. cards from Norway. And it's just, why? Because as you get on in life, it, it's so, it feels so good. I mean, I mean, you can dwell on them afterwards. And when we get older... Mm-hmm. And maybe you can't do these things. You can you can pull them out and shine them up a little bit and yeah. say, "Boy, that was a great trip." Right, right, right. You know, we need to get That's, out there and have experience and 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 just you know, I'm not saying you shouldn't educate yourself. That's very important. Right. But also, but, just forget. Remember to try and go out there and um, do some of the things you want to mm-hmm. do. Yeah, yeah. And not be stopped by people saying, "You know what? You can't afford it." Right. Or uh, you know you don't you're not strong enough or, mm-hmm. or it's dangerous or mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's true wealth isn't it those memories and those experiences yeah, extremely wealthy yeah, yeah. 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 is that kind of the f- feeling the theme that we want that you would want people to kind of take away from viewing these films you know is that the main focus you think my 
my focus on uh, the next movie I make, and I have something right now that's mm-hmm. come on me. I mean, I'm not going to mm-hmm. share it to you right. what it is, but right. it's it's really serious right now. Will mm-hmm. it happen? I don't know yet. I mean, okay. I have to you know go over some hurdles to make sure that it's all going right. to work. But uh, my my idea is is when the viewer is watching, and it could be a younger person, and in the first film we made, attempting the last attempting the Northwest Passage, you know that was I was because there were older people in the late 60s doing mm-hmm. this trip trying to engage people at home who think well I'm retired now I'm you know I can't do that anymore to say screw it you know just do it right and 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 you'd be amazed what you can do mm-hmm. if if you put all those things aside but what mm-hmm. I want people to do is to say wow you know what this has really inspired me I think I want to go out there for a walk today or, or wherever it may be mm-hmm. but when you go out Going, as I said before, going camping with six people is fine, but sometimes go out there by yourself yeah. and listen to the birds, mm-hmm. watch, look at the mushrooms and what, or the fish or whatever. Just mm-hmm. in, experience it and fi- try and feel it out. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot out there. There is, there is. And and you're totally right. I I used to uh, take a week-long trip up north by myself every year, you know, and uh, it's a far different experience than being with people, you know. And you you connect with the, your surroundings in a way that you you can't normally with other people around, you know. Right now, that it's, that picture, the first picture that I saw on the festival this year was mm-hmm. a picture of my life. It's about this. I can't remember his last name. An- Amos is his first name, and this 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 um, filmmaker. Well, he's been taking pictures and make, making movies for mm-hmm. years. He's in his. I would say he's in his late sixties. Okay, and he's been um, swimming with killer whales and every kind of oh, animal, okay. dangerous animal you can imagine. Mm-hmm. But he'd never swam with a polar bear. Ah, now I was up there in the Arctic, and I and I, I went one day. I walked for half day by myself with a gun, and I feel so lucky that I'm still here because that was such a dangerous, stupid thing to do. Yeah. Because when you see Amos's film. Um, it's about trying to get together swimming with the bears. Right. And his connection. Who in his right mind is going to go and jump in the ocean and take a picture of a polar bear? Right. They are aggressive. They, are, they, 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 they can run at 35 miles an hour. They can swim mm-hmm. at 6 miles an hour. And oh, they'll eat you up right, right there and then. Right. Wow. But do not miss that film. Yeah. It's called Picture of My Life. Picture of My Life, yeah. 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 Oh, there's so many good films. But in the where did he get the courage festival. to do that? To, do to that, jump yeah. off that boat. Where did he get it from? There was a lack of fear because uh, because he over the last forty years this man has been taking pictures and images. He's been all over Africa. He's been in front of lions and mm-hmm. tigers. But for some reason he is trusting. Right. Uh, but if you want to know what happened, watch. watch yeah. Watch the film. It's oh. a really good film. And oh, that was the cool. first film this year. And I'm really. Uh-huh glad that they showed that because it was so powerful oh fantastic fantastic um how how about you before we go um how about yourself you know we talked about uh what what people can get out of these films and things like that um what is the most rewarding or or what do you get out of uh, sharing these stories what is the importance to you what is important for me about sharing these Mm -hmm. Uh, what's important to me is that I see so many potential. I see potential in people, possibilities where they they. And I'm not, I'm not going to say they waste their time doing some certain things, but why don't you? I mean, if you could just see what's out there, 
Right. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess it's in the joy of 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 giving other people the, the experience of, I mean, w- looking at a flower or a butterfly and say, "Wow, right. look at the colors there." Yeah. That's yeah. the joy for me. Oh, cool! I love it. I love it. Taff, um, it has been a super huge pleasure talking well, with you. Well, thank you, Bill. I really um, appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for asking me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And we need to keep the festival going. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It's been going, I think, in the 14th, is it? 14 or 15. Well, I, I, I have to tell you, I've, I volunteered in every one of them. And I, <laughs> yeah. I, this can, it's been very, it was it was difficult, d- different this time that we weren't able to volunteer because, you know, it was right. all, and, and, and they did so well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was fantastic still. Um, um Eileen and um, yeah, Eileen and um, Dan, 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 Dan. Yeah, Thank you so go. much, Dan <laughs> and Eileen. I mean, I don't know how they did it. I mean, it was yeah. there were so many challenges there, mm-hmm. but they did it and they did a great job. Yeah, they did, it and it was great. There were so yeah. many local films. Yeah, oh, excellent. Films. I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, also, I wanted to mention before we go. Um, uh, the website, it's uh, Wild Whales Tours and Walkabouts. Wild, where we can find Wild Whales Tours dot com. And that's my other business, a side okay. business. I take people hiking in Wales yeah. uh, up in the mountains in Snowdonia for usually six to eight days. Mm-hmm. And we cancel. Well, then we might have some in October if everything's done. Right. But we'll start again next year. Right. Okay. Cool. That That's something else I wanted to talk about. But maybe that's another episode maybe that's another one yeah, yeah maybe we talk about that another time i would love to in fact um but yeah so uh what's the specific address again it's the address of the email uh, yeah, for the website wild whales tours wild whales.com wild whales.com go okay. across the bar to me- media mm-hmm. go down to documentary and the password is franklin that's a 40 minute documentary of five people uh um, trying to sail f- uh, from Baffin Island to Nome, Alaska in 2014. Uh, and um, it, wasn't beer, it wasn't all beer and Skittles, I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Right, no. right. And, um, you just have to watch the film and see. Oh, cool. And if you, if you ever want to contact me, contact me from the email at the, at, the, at the website. Mm-hmm. And if you have any questions about the film, you can sure. always get oh, hold of me. Great. Great. Well, once again, thank you so much. Thank you, Bill. Absolutely love this conversation, and um, I will be contacting you again. I, I want to talk about the uh, tours and walkabouts as well sometimes. Great. So we'll have you back. Uh, we've been talking to uh, Highwell Taff Roberts. Uh, he directed the film Fish Camp that was shown at the local set for the 2021 Frozen River Film Festival this year. And, um, yeah, thank you so much. Thanks again to Highwell Taff Roberts, director of Fish Camp, which was shown at the 2021 Frozen River Film Festival here in Winona. For more information on Highwell Taff Roberts, go to wildwhalestours.com. For more conversations on art, tune into Artbeat Tuesdays at 1230 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from filmmaker Highwell Taff Roberts on Artbeat. Artbeat is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org.